0: take this for me. That's the boss. There's certain people that there's people that rely on you and depend on you. Yeah. Anyone else? Leadership? Your understanding of leadership? Uh, Evangelist? Start up. ability to the sun. Okay. Huh? Sacrifice until until what? You sacrifice until you see a change. Or, or until the person you're discipling, yeah, becomes as strong as you. Minister Mariam, welcome. Shadi Jenkins, go on. Doctor, do we have the second mic? Please, because I want these answers to be...
1: A leader, can you hear me? Yes, ma? A leader is somebody who understands who they are, and um, through that they understand the responsibility that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So they lead themselves first, mm-hmm. um, and through consistency, in that they, they have the ability to lead others.
0: Okay. Anyone else? Leadership. Minister Mariam, I believe with the project you're about to launch, you would have a very interesting answer on leadership. I know you just sat down, I saw you sit down, but you also came with a soul, and that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine, you can introduce yourself and tell us what you think about leadership and what you know about leadership, please.
2: Hi everybody, uh, my name is Phyllis Adlam. Hi. Um, Leadership. Leadership is able, somebody who's able to recognize the skill, the gift, the purpose in other people, Mm. particularly when they're unable to see it in themselves. Mm. They're able to nurture it, nurture that out of them, um, and show them the direction that they're supposed to go.
0: I love that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) The ability to nurture, you know, nurturing is so understated hmm? because I can't count how many times I've walked into opportunities because I've nurtured a soul. Do you understand? You know, the first instinct we have when we forge relationships, especially as black people, is you're looking for the kill immediately. Immediately. You just heard this gentleman or this lady does so, 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 and so. And immediately the conversation starts. You're heading straight there. And there's no ability to build relationship. And I would say building relationship and getting to know is almost a part of nurturing. There's things that you can persuade someone to do one year into a relationship that you couldn't five minutes into a conversation. Are you understanding? A leader's ability to know exactly where a person is in their walk in life will allow them to know exactly how far they can stretch that person. Are you hearing me? Because if we're all leaders here, then that means we all go through the same thing, which is trying to convince those who follow us to take certain risks. So one thing that bothers me is when I see young men who are under me or young men who are around me who still haven't understood how to nurture. I really, I really love that answer on nurturing. And I'll just major on it before I move on. The inability of nurturing someone in this line of work as a leader it speaks volumes. It's my ability to nurture a relationship that will speak how far I get in that in in whatever activity that relationship is supposed to send me into. Are you understanding? There's risks that you take with somebody because you've met them that you won't take with them three years into relationship. Do you get what I'm saying? So if a leader is appointed over there 742, and for for those who just walked in, maybe you don't know what 742 is, but you have a camp of people you look over. And a leader is not intent on knowing those whom he or she is leading. That's not a leader. Yes, I agree, you should lead yourself first. But at what stage do you stop walking on your own? As a leader. Are you with me? We're talking about leadership. Before we get into the title for tonight or this evening, which will be Nation Building, Skyscrapers, and the Tower of Babel. And and maybe you're just thinking how do these two things relate to each other anybody else can give me their perception on leadership doctor you can isn't it yeah go ahead before tony
3: so i think personally a leader is as everyone said echoing saying, says looking at person's ability and nurturing those abilities but also leading a way and leading a path for a particular person mm. based on the abilities that they possess and the skills that they have
0: awesome awesome i love that tony it's very good when you get other people's answers and it's recorded so then you're able to go back on it you know god doesn't just speak through one vessel Um, a set example with results they set examples of results no a set of a a set a set example with results a set example explain so for example you're an example of of someone to follow but you also have results so in my opinion you're a leader okay okay so I'm an example to follow because of the results that I have You know, when we pick our mentors, you do know once you pick someone as a mentor, you're just aiming to replicate whatever it is that person has done. So when we looked in our community and there were no mentors, and the mentors were, um, sorry, I'm not name me a football guy, a black football. I always go to Jermaine Defoe and I don't want to say his name again because I heard he's he's retired now, isn't it? Wilfred Zaha, Rick Ross, Drake. These are the mentors of our community. These are the the awesome mentors of our community. So it's no wonder why your future husbands, ladies, see you as a bitch. Yeah, because Drake has been saying bitch. Why are you looking at me? I'm a pastor, so what? I'm still a pastor. It's Spartan Nation though. This is Spartan Nation pastorate. <laughs> I didn't say it. Drake said it. Yeah? So, you don't be surprised. Your your future husband just lets it slip. And then you're looking at him funny. Why are you looking at him funny? Huh? It's no, it's no surprise because he mentored. Drake mentored your husband. Uh, And you were fine with it because you listened to all the tracks and you bought the album. The new album is called Scorpion. Is this Scorpion? I know too much. And he's just saying stuff there and everybody's cool with it. No one's complaining. It sounds like someone's snoring. No? That song got cold. You know it's PO. I'm just gonna say stuff, man. Don't don't be offended, please. If you have a cold, it's fine, me too. When, when I get to that place. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we're just saying that the mentors in our community really just failed. They failed a generation, and they're planning on failing another generation. Because no one has been raised yet. No one's been raised. No, seriously. Remove Barack Obama. Give me the best of black man. Please, can someone do that for me? Jesus Christ. No, no, no. It's a very good answer because I'm just trying to show you there's no one. That's the best of black man. Go and look into his marital life. I'm sure you won't want your son to replicate the life of Michael Jordan. Tiger Woods. See, do you see what I'm saying? These are the, the creme de like creme. It's, he's not alive anymore, so he can't mentor anyone. Unfortunately, sir. He can't mentor no one. And of course, in our community, we don't like reading either. So you know books can help you get halfway there. We don't like reading. So whenever they want to hide something from us, they put it inside books, isn't it? Yeah. It's the truth because, of course, when I used to be in the city as a trader, and I, I tell you guys this all the time, whenever I want to buy a trading book, it's never in South London. I'll be ordering books all the way from Waterstones in Liverpool Street. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not ordering this book from China. It's still the same UK. In fact, it's still the same London. But you have the nerve to tell me that my book is coming from Liverpool Street, so what do they sell to us here? What, what do the books look like in our neighborhood? Do you know? Of course you know. Huh? What do the books look like in our neighborhood? The Sun newspaper, mixtapes, huh? Black Jesus, that guy is so famous. Black Jesus is that religious guy that just tells you, hey, there's nothing like Christ. There's nothing like God. Just be of your mind. <laughs> huh? Was there, who else was here two weeks ago? Hmm? We were speaking about nation building. And I really want to get into this nation building because we must understand that what we're building is a nation. Yeah, What we're building is a nation, and because we're intent on building a nation, we must understand the stages of building a nation. In that regard, then we know what comes next in our journey together. Are you hearing me? So when we started, what did we start with in this class? We spoke about time and season. It's, it's important for a nation to know what time it's in. It should know if it's in a boom because if it's in a boom then it can appropriate funds properly for its growth. It should know the times and the seasons and I said to you, but if we are to put that in our life in regards to times and seasons we said that time and season is is found out by people. The scripture says the men of Issachar or the sons of Issachar were the ones who knew times and seasons. And when we went into that, I told you that it just so happens to be that in those days, they used to tell the time with shadow. There was a need for an image in order to tell time. And I spoke to you and I said to you that with those who surround you as people, And as the light of the Lord shines on you, look down to the shadow they cast around you. The shadow they cast around you will tell you what time it is in your life. You know, it's no surprise when a young man dies. Look at those around him. Their image is speaking death. Their image is speaking mourning. And if the image of those around you are saying, my guy, it's time to cry and it's time to die. Then you can't do anything else. It's no surprise. It's no surprise if a man walks into greatness. Look at those around him. When the Lord begins to separate you and put around you those people who are ready to make you great. Broke men don't walk into greatness. A broke man in the midst of great men walks into greatness. Are you hearing me? It's just the same saying that the blind can't lead the blind. Oh, we're friends and we're going to make it together. I hear that thing all the time. It's a bunch of rubbish. See, I'm your friend now. If the opportunity to make it comes, I'm leaving you. If the opportunity to make it comes and they say only one man can walk through this door. (laughs) Is that day you realize that we were never friends. Because when the image is, when the sun hits the image, the image gives a shadow, right? So let's go a week forward into that. What did we speak about that? What did we speak a week forward from there? Are you guys really paying attention to this nation building thing? I don't want to be hearing murmuring. Don't murmur. Was it discipleship and patriotism? I think discipleship and patriotism was the third class, no? Yes, it was. So the second class There's was a, what?
2: The second one was about the blood. and I mean, the price we have to pay for our land. And every city... No. Every that Was couldn't have not.
0: been the second class. But anyway, let's just speak about um let's just speak about the disciples and patriotism. What did you get from there? Discipleship and patriotism.
1: You spoke about how pray- a patriot is somebody that's devoted to a cause that they commit their whole life for it.
0: A patriot is someone that's devoted and loyal to something. Go ahead, Minister.
2: We also said that um, we recognize a nation based on their people. So, for example, we are going to recognize mm-hmm. like um, China for its uh, president at the time. Ta- not its president, but the guy in charge. I was saying.
0: What, what are you saying, man?
2: No, I was Speak saying like clear. to recognize a nation, we need to have a person to identify this nation. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So of course we were saying that the the mark of every nation is that there is a man or there are men that you can single out from that nation, right? And we gave some examples. Yeah. We gave some examples of men that have come from a nation that you can say, yes, the the nation of Germany, the Germans existed because of Hitler. Someone gave an example of Hitler. Yeah? So I was saying to you that at the point where a nation begins to create patriotic disciples, when individuals begin to rise out of a movement, it means that that movement is beginning to be recognized. And I said to you that we can be doing Spot Nation, Spot Nation all we want, but until individuals begin to rise out amongst us, then we can't be recognized as a movement or a nation. Are you hearing me? Because it is the job of the nation to create a person, and it is the job of the person to be patriotic to the nation. It's the patriotism of that person, the loyalty of that person to the nation that, that promotes that nation. I told you that Microsoft is a nation not because it's the biggest company, but because Bill Gates is so great, all he speaks about is Microsoft. He doesn't speak about himself. So again, we seldom have great black nations because once our guys make it, they just want to be on their own. We mentioned that this Islamic nation, so many nations, when the blacks tried to create their own nation, they killed their leader. Then the blacks tried to create another nation. That same nation killed the leader. You do know that Malcolm X was murdered by his own people. So so there's never been a successful nation out of us. I told you that Apple is now considered a nation. Yeah? Because now Apple has one trillion. It's more than the amount of money that's in Congo <laughs> or Zimbabwe. But it's still moving despite that the man who started it has died if it was African as soon as he dies he would have willed 50% to his son the other 50% to his wife and that would have been the end of everything where did we go after that we spoke about sons of liberty don't worry, I'm just trying to give us a recap before I get into what we'll say today. We spoke about sons of liberty, and I was saying to you that every nation must go to war. You do know it's not evil or demonic to go to war. I hope you know that. Yeah? You know in your Bible there are plenty wars in your Bible. Just in case some funny guy stops you one day and said, Oh yeah, but if God is God, then why does he kill people? Are you stupid? Oh, why does he kill people? It's called war it means that unless this happens something else can't happen what i was saying to you was no nation can win resources unless they spill blood so if a nation wants to win resources they have to go and spill blood before they can purchase resources are you hurt me so when we're saying we're ready to fight it means that there are things you've seen, there are territories you've seen, and you're ready to put yourself on the line. I said to you that spilling blood is not necessarily dying physically, just before they try and arrest me for rearing, uh, what they call them, extremists. But it means committing yourself. You know, there's an opportunity at hand And what it will take for you to commit yourself is so much more than you can say. It means it's blood. You're no longer managing yourself through situation. It's now really taking a lot out of you. That's when you're using blood. It can be money. It can be your time. But it must really put you in a place where you feel like you're committed to this thing. And I was saying to you that when a nation begins to war itself, it's called what? Civil war. And civil war is not good. Yeah? Because you're fighting yourself. And guess what? If there's gold in this land and we fight ourselves, before the fight, who owned the gold? Me and you. After the fight, who owned the gold? Me and you. So who won? And so that's why, before Christ could win the battle of the world, he had to take on our sin. He was going into a ground and he had to make sure that I really get into this ground and plunder this ground. If not, it would be civil war. Righteous man kills himself for what? Nothing. It, it, it means nothing. There had to be a cause. Yeah. Then where did we go from there? Come on, leaders, speak to me now. You forgotten?
3: You spoke about how um certain ground only responds to certain men. Yes. And you spoke about America and how basically the kind of people that america produces mm-hmm. and we gave like the example of east side yeah. and how um pk is like the only pastor that can preach that ground because that ground can only respond to him
0: yeah yeah so again remember that every nation came from a person are you with me leaders every nation came from a person and every person has a spirit and every person's spirit has a character. So what happens when you place a man in a nation and he decides, I'm going to be myself. I don't need to be like these guys. When the spirit of a nation will only open doors for those who look like the nation. And I was teaching you that, you see, the United States was born out of struggle. That land did not belong to them. You know they were British originally. So they've come to another land and they've fought for that land. They've conquered, they've won in that land. And I told you that it's no surprise then why in America, in order for you to make it in the United States, you have to fight Maybe you're not getting what I'm saying. There's no handed down wealth in the US. Those who hand down wealth in the US, the children usually go mad. Do you know that? Some way, somehow, they'll hand down this money to this girl, to this guy, and he's just going to go mad. He will never be able to sustain that thing. And so that's why they start coining the way of living as the American dream, saying you can come as a nobody and. Hope for glory and you will get it. Because you're going you're gonna to get into battle. You're going to get into war. And that's the spirit of that nation. So you should come out glorious. Do you understand? Don't try it here. Do not try it here. Because you've been doing it. You go, you print out your cards, your leaflet. Oh, I'm just starting my media company now. And virgin is here. Then this girl, usually is some pink design, you know, they like doing that thing. Uh, and then they've done all this massive PR, you're all over Instagram, and you just decided that you're going to take Virgin's jobs. So Virgin is out there bidding for a job from August to design or whoever, and you, Tunde um, PR, or whatever your name is, you're just going to get the job. Because I'm so so determined and I've been in prayer. There's a spirit in this country of aristocracy. It means that money and win, wins and money. It flows in circles. When I say circles, it flows in, in groups of people. And until they invite you to their table, you're not winning nothing. Are you hearing me? You're not going to fight them. So they leave you at the level where you're still making cards and you're still designing and doing events for your auntie and your uncle. Sir, I'm an event planner. There's so many event planners. Sir, I'm an event planner and you know, what's your last event? Yeah, I did my auntie's wedding. Or I did my uncle's birthday. You will remain there. You don't understand. UK... I'm just giving you the truth. In the UK, you will remain doing birthday for your nephews and nieces until you meet someone who's doing events for small companies. Then they pull you up. And when they pull you up there, don't fight them all. because you know, our brain, black people, straight first thing, let me battle my way and make my corner. This is UK, not states. So when you get there, you make friends. Are you hearing me? Again, this is UK, not US. Don't fight no one, they will eat you. You make friends, you make friends until one of them just decides you know what? I know the guy who's not doing events for small companies in Brixton, he's doing events for the London mayor. Mayor of London, and then they invite you there. Then you make friends there as well. You know, this is the one economy where if you're a believer and you're prospering, you're going to look like a Babylonian. You're going to look like an Egyptian. Because you see, when Daniel was amongst Nebuchadnezzar, after they had changed his name, yeah. Imagine someone takes your pastor and changes his name to Mohammed Salu. They've taken Pastor Oh, you just heard the news. Oh my gosh, Pastor O has made it air, eh, but there's something going on with this, is make it all. He's made it, but they've changed his name. He's now answering Muhammad Salu. And if you see him, he's wearing Jalamiya. or Jalabiya, whatever it's called. And he was smoking. Was smoking shisha. And then that Tuesday, Muhammad Salou walks in for leadership class. <laughs> You're going to walk out of the class, isn't it? This man has backslidden now. Moses was too Egyptian to be called an Israelite. And he was an Israelite and he couldn't really be called an Egyptian. So far bad that when Moses ran out of Egypt and the daughters of Jethro saw him, they said, Father, an Egyptian man helped us. I can speak like this to leaders so that you don't just, please, oh, uh, leaders, yeah? So you don't, (laughs) I don't want anyone to take this information now and decide, okay, I'm going to start smoking weed so I can win those who smoke weed. No, there's ways people inter- interpret what people say. Sir, so I'm just working on being Egyptian and not being Israelite. and being Israelite. So what are you doing? Yeah. So we're speaking about nation building. Skyscrapers and the Tower of Babel. You see, let someone go to Genesis real quick for me. Let's go to Genesis. I won't speak for long. I believe it's Genesis five. Hmm? Look for the Tower of Babel there and just read it like first one to five or something like this. I don't know.
1: This is written accounts of Adam's family line.
0: No. Please just look for the Tower of Babel, man. Is it eleven? sorry 11 is it verse 5 then from 11 I think
1: altogether Enosh lived a total of 905 years and then he died when Kenan had lived 70 years he became the father of no no
0: no no. Um, please someone who reads their bible not like someone that has been watching Kim Kardashian huh Chapter 11 Who's speaking? Is there a born again that's speaking?
1: Now, the the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinai and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used bricks instead of stone and determined
0: for mortar. Okay, can someone else read that, please, again? Another version. What version was that, Pastor? NIV. NIV. Can I get an NKJV of that? Yeah, quickly.
3: Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, they had found the plain in the land of Shinna, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come. Let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick and f- they had brick for stone, and they had ashplat for mortar. And they said, "Come, let us build ourselves a city, mm. and the tower, whose top is in in the heavens. Yeah. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth."
0: Okay. Now I want to just ask you something. You see, it it occurs to me that then. At some point in a nation's life, there has to be a structure that represents that nation. Hmm? Yes, sir. Shut up. There has to be a structure that represents that nation. Do you know about the world wonders? Huh? Do you know about the world wonders? Jesus, these guys don't go to school. Raise your hand if you know about world wonders. Let me catch someone out. Just keep your hand up because you're gonna receive the mic. Mariam, you don't know about world wonder. Please give it to my brother at the back. What's your name, sir? Aaron. Aaron, please <laughs> give us a world wonder. Name one. Do you know? Do you know one? or can you describe China wall of china this one? great wall of china fantastic would be that. no don't don't sell them i can ah. see you're a you're a learned man bless god anyone else these these fine girls that walked in don't know world wonder of course say it give give a mic say it the egyptian pyramids the egyptian pyramids and you just notice from the answers that these are nations, though, and they have something to do to mark them out as a nation. Um, Jenkins. No, you know. You're fine.
2: Table Mountain. Huh? Table
1: Mountain.
0: Table Mountain. <laughs> Where, which country did that <laughs> one? South Africa. <laughs> Amazing. Even me, I don't know that one. Do you want to take the leadership class? <laughs> Table Mountain. Anyone else? Angie's hand is up. I want to know what she's going to say, though. Go on. Give give it to Angie. Is it
1: the headstones, the you know, the headstones. Huh?
0: Stone, yes, yeah, Stonehenge. Stonehenge, yes. Yes, that's... Which, con- which country is that in? I think it's in? Huh? I don't remember. Which country? It's
1: in here, UK, the UK. The UK. Huh? The UK. Are you sure? Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Ah. <laughs> Anyone else? Who? Who should I go for? England. Who? Here? Uh, okay. This guy here? Or Tony? Debo? Um, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Hanging Gardens of Babylon, of course. No, Anais, you know. I know. Yeah, I know you know. Yes, um, Valentine? I think the Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, yes. It's a world wonder.
3: Statue of Liberty.
0: Yeah, it's a present wonder, of course. You know the wonders update by generation as well. Anyone else? Our pastor just finished selling drugs. This is our drug dealing pastor. Why are you sitting there? Come to the front. What's wrong with you? She's a pharmacist, just in case no, you think I'm abusing her. She's a pharmacist. Gosh, everyone looking at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she does. You got an answer for me, yeah? I feel that one. Who wants no, to you said it there? already. I you have have said one, one more, already. One no, no, no. Taj,
1: taj Mahal? Um, taj okay, go on. Taj, taj, what? Taj, what?
0: taj, Taj Mahal, yeah, yeah. In okay. India. In India, okay. Anyone else? Go on. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Huh? Huh? Oh, okay, okay. The statue. Oh. Oh, my God. I thought that was a church you were talking about. (laughs) Okay. I was just going to cast you like, ah! Your bugger has landed. It's one celestial church now in Peckham that she's mentioned. (laughs) Go on. The Terracotta Warriors. The China. what? Terracotta Warriors. Terracotta Warriors. What? What country did that? China. China. Okay. Anyone else? Last person. Mariam, you don't have an answer. Eh? Right. Congo. No. What? <laughs> she said something. Congo. Let's hear what she said. What did you say? Congolese rice. No. <laughs> Go on the Berlin Wall. Berlin Wall. Yeah. What are you talking about? The one that they tore down. No, no. They tore that thing down. It has to be, a, it's a wonder. It's something they've built. The shard is a wonder. Actually, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah? It's a 20th century, 21st century I wonder. Okay. Okay, short. You guys have been going there for dinners. It's fine. Huh? But you didn't say. You said Congolese something. Um, Give one of these evangelists this mic because it's not only about souls, man. Know some book. (laughs) Huh? No, she's answered already. And don't give Anais. She knows. Christian. Hey, evangelist Christian. See this boy? Oh. Evangelist Christian. Google it. Re- take the phone from him. <laughs> Christian, this is not about souls, okay? Well, kind of. It's about souls somehow. Challenge, 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 challenge. All right, go on. I, I heard you used to le- read a lot of books in prison. Mm-hmm. I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah, I'm playing. Where's Stephen? I, Did uh, he run away? Did I Stephen really, go and hide? He's getting his what? Yeah, it's good though. It's good. I'm not complaining. Go on then. Um, I know there was one in Rio. <laughs> Everybody knows the church. The Rio church. <laughs> oh, you look so tired. Christ of the Re- Crest of Redeemer. Christ the Redeemer, Christ the Redeemer Church of God. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the pastor of that church? (laughs) Okay, take the mile from Chris, it's fine. So at some point in a nation, what men would do is men would want to erect something. And it's something of pride because they want to show how close they are to being God's most of these things that are called world wonders, they're called that because they can't be replicated. The place where man begins to construct something that almost comes into a place of perfection that it cannot be replicated. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're speaking about this and I'll tell you where we're going with this because you see, what I understood is that the Lord was not happy with the building of the tower of Babel and when I was younger I thought it was because they tried to meet God isn't that right I thought that God didn't want these guys to see him too early and he said to himself hey guys there's still a story in this thing you're you're coming here too fast But as I began to look into it further, God was not upset that they were trying to reach him, but he was upset how? If you can read that again for me quickly Genesis 11.
1: Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar.
0: Now the whole world had one language and one speech and people began to move eastward. I don't even want to get into that because that means there will be no praise and worship. (laughs) We just have to go straight into fellowship. People began to move eastward and it was when they went eastward that they began to understand that their oneness could bring them close to God. They began to understand that, you see, it was not a crime for them to have one language and one understanding because it's what God was looking for. But when they began to build, God said, no, this has to stop. We're trying to build a nation here as SPAC Nation and as the Paul's family. But God is saying, yes, you are one now. But I want to know how you're building this thing. Read it again, Pastor.
1: Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. Yes. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar mm-hmm. and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city.
0: Okay, so who who thinks they know why God was upset with this tower?
1: He was upset because they basically um, built by themselves. They built with what they thought, you know, would help or whatever. They didn't, God wasn't in the center of that foundation. Mm. They built with their own knowledge and um, their own understanding as opposed to consulting yeah. God.
0: It's, it's a half answer. It's, it's partly right. Does anybody know with this scripture why God can be upset with the building of a tower? Go on, my brother. No, Anais, don't worry, after, after. <laughs> so it doesn't look like I'm missing today. Um, was it idol worshiping? Idol worshipping, interesting. Anyone else? Anais wants to say something. Go on. Minister. I'm not sure,
2: but like um for the verse four is saying they had brick for stone and they had a sh- whatever for mortar. So, in the same time, like they say, Christ will be the stone, the cornerstone. So, was it the, like, obviously, Christ was supposed to be the foundation of any building God wanted to have. So, maybe they didn't have the right material and they didn't have the right foundation.
0: Very good. You know, and I'm just going to major on what Anais said. What really got God about the building was that they were using the wrong tools to build they began to bake bricks instead of stone. God is not upset about what we're trying to build, but he's upset about what tools you're using to build. If we're really going to build this thing to become an organization... If we're really going to build something that lasts, then we can't use brick. We have to use stone. Brick is what they used to build in Egypt. Uh, I don't know if you remember what Pharaoh said to the Israelites in regards to what they were supposed to build. If you go straight to Exodus 5. Verse
1: 6 to 8. Shall I read it? Yes, please. That same day, Pharaoh gave his order to the slave drivers and overseers in charge of the people. Mm. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw. But require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out. Let us go and
0: sacrifice to our God. Okay, so now you see the making of the tower... When a nation begins to build a tower, it's for the sole intention is that that nation is trying to touch a point with God. But if that nation is building with brick instead of stone, because you see, God's item for building is mankind. God builds with flesh. God doesn't build any other way but with people. Are you hearing me? When the people began to build without using one another to build, when you begin to build something that does not require the risk. When you're building something that limits you to risk. You know, there's a way we've set ourselves in this world and there's so many things that this world has put in place that has made us think that certain kind of risk is bad. We don't want to put relationships at risk in order to build something. So we would rather build something on our own. Despite how many of them they were building the Tower of Babel, they were still building it for themselves. What are we as leaders putting in place? What are we as leaders building if we're really building this thing and we're still seeing it as something for ourselves, as an inheritance for ourselves? then although you do meet God, you won't touch anyone. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. Yes, sir. You see, they can only get to the place to see God if that building is tall enough. If they've managed to put enough bodies and pile them up high enough, If we're going to build this thing together, we're going to have to build with lives. We're going to have to build with souls. I'm just hoping that we've understood what it takes to build something. And so when the world started, the world also made that mistake of building with bricks. But the world got it right before the church. In the beginning, the world was building in accordance to the Tower of Babel. But then they changed it. And I'm just trying to let you know that something doesn't have to scream Jesus Christ for it to be successful. They just have to build with stone and not brick. So you've been invited for a job interview, but it's just another stone they need to put on the building. You're just another life that they need to pile up. Are you with me, leaders? Yes, sir. I'm just saying that if we're going to build something, then we have to be intentional on building it with people. And if you're building something that has income and not enough souls attached to it, then it's only a short time for that thing to explode that's exactly what was happening although it didn't physically look that way but when the Lord said now we're going to come down and scatter this building I want to know why the biggest companies with the highest and that live in the tallest skyscrapers I want to know why they have 30,000 people under employment I want to know why they don't care or it doesn't matter to them to employ another person and pay them for blood. Do you pay your company? If you're, if you're working a job, do you pay the people you work for? You don't pay them. But why is it that what they give you as money, they seem so easily to give it to you then you are to give it to others? Because you haven't yet discovered if it is time for you yet to build. And what this scripture is saying that it is just right for a man to build. Every man is called to build. And if a man is going to do anything that's notable, he must first build a tower. If a man is going to build anything that lasts long, he must build a tower and he must ensure that that tower is built with stone. And if he does not build on this stone, Then when the wind comes, when the storm comes, that house will melt and sink into the ground. It doesn't have to be the the, the, the cornerstone of Christ. It's just stone. Stone lasts longer than brick. If you don't know, then go and research something called acid rain. That thing starts falling down in the UK, all our houses will melt. We'll be staring at each other. So when Christ came, Christ Himself said to, to them, He said to them, I know, I know the structure of the building the Lord is looking for, and I know that I can die today and my work will still be useless if I don't build a tower. if you want to put something together that is long-lasting, begin to look for bodies. Begin to look for bodies to pile up. And if you've got to pay for those bodies to be piled up, pay them. You see, this, this system started off not understanding exactly how to build. So when slavery started, it was harder for them to get those bodies because they weren't paying those bodies so they went back to the drawing board and they repackaged slavery let's relaunch it let's rebrand it let's call it a job we can share them we can share our stones just make them work three jobs we can share our stones we're just going to repackage slavery now and tell them this time lie down there for me and I'll pay you there's no need for the spirit of God in the building that they were creating. But as long as it was a building of stone, we will still see it till today. Leaders, I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying to you though. Because you know your leaders, this is the only place I can speak like this. I'm saying to us that there has to be a point where we realize that we need, so, we need people. Un- unless you have people that are one with the cause that you're trying to put together, they will not agree to lay themselves on each other So the world doesn't have the spirit of God, so they use money. I don't I don't maybe you're not getting what I'm saying. It's gonna be very hard for them to convince Shade to give up what she has in her heart and in her mind, give up what you have and come and lay down on tomorrow because we've hired tomorrow last week. But we guarantee you by the end of the year, we would have hired at least another hundred people. They're going to fall on top of you now. But we're paying you, so you should be fine. And you say to them, that's fine. But at some point in this year, I just want to pay rise. So in order for them to put that structure together, it took them a while to understand that they needed gold to make the children of God lie down on themselves. Something and a structure that is meant for the spirit of God. So when Christ died, he said to them this, he said, listen now, I am the head. You are the what? What is it? You are the what? Oh my days! Are these leaders? Come on, guys, man. Christ is the head. What are you? I didn't hear you. I said what? Testicle. Tail. You are the head. I am the tail. God forbid, though. not me. That person should admit now. Did you any wins this week? Any wins last week? What are you saying? Someone on this side, yeah? (laughs) In order for Christ to make sure his work were lost, he had to rebuild the Tower of Babel with his spirit. And when he rebuilt that tower, he told them, you are the body. So when he finished, listen to me now, Pastor Daniel. When he finished building the tower, he said this to them. Go and wait for me in the upper room. Go to Acts. I, I just feel like our leaders don't get in the word, man. You'll be tearing your your eyes. You'll be tearing your eyes if you know what I'm talking about. Codes to win. This is why I cannot go a week without winning. Every day there's got to be a win. Every day. Do you know how scary it is, how people in the world know about codes to win? And they're doing it to you and just abusing you freely. Freely abusing you. We met a man that, this guy don't come to church like that okay, so forget all that stuff, yeah, but he knows the art of sewing like none of us, and I'll tell you something there's something we always do, when we meet a, meet a great man, yeah we never come empty handed you guys have been taught that, right so you don't meet a billionaire tomorrow and start talking crap you come with your long list of demands and requests, no you know you're going to meet a great man you come with a gift yeah You come with a gift. The the wise men are not going to come to Jesus empty-handed. It's so sad that in our culture, we're not used to that sometimes. Yeah? You just roll up in the guy's house. Oh, I've I've met one guy. He's going to help me make it. And you're just just there. And you're just waiting for the point where you can ask as if he's Santa Claus. So we will always come with a gift and sow into that person's life. And we leave the meeting like we never knew them before. But something will always happen that some way, somehow, we will meet them again and it's the gift that they're thinking of. They're thinking of the gift and they're saying, so what can we do now? What can we do now together? What can we do together? Hmm? Why did I even say that? Huh? Huh? Uh Acts, Acts. please. (laughs) Acts 1. Verse 1. No, if you just read from verse 5 to 9, I believe.
1: For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the time or dates the father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem.
0: Okay. And so if you start from verse 1, Pastor.
1: In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, he had had chosen after his suffering, he presented himself to them me speak about Mm. for for John baptized with water but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit
0: okay can you read that in NKJV please can I get that in NKJV yeah just verse 12 12 and 13 please
3: then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivia which is near Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room Mm. where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Aphelius, and Simon, and Zilead, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with with one accord in prayer.
0: Okay, read that 13 again.
3: And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying,
0: And when they entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying.
3: Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Ophelius, and Simon, the zealot.
0: I want you to know that the upper room is where the world has been looking for. And all along the world has been building and trying to reach the top. They've been looking for that upper room. I need you to know that the world is not a stranger to the power of the Holy Spirit. Because they've been moved by it before once or twice to create something. And that's why the word of God says that the world eagerly anticipates The manifestation of the sons of God. How do you eagerly anticipate something you've never had an experience with? But they first had that experience when they were building the Tower of Babel. Although they did not build right, they almost entered the upper room until the Lord had to scatter them because the upper room is where only if you've built with people. And so because Christ has established his work with, listen, Christ has built his work stone upon stone, person upon person, evangelism upon evangelism. Then he can say to them, the upper room is ready. Are you hearing me? You will know when the upper room is ready because you will need to encourage your evangelists to evangelize. Because it's no longer become a religious thing. It's now become something we're building. Are you hearing me? Your evangelists are not, they're not evangelizing based on I need you here on a Tuesday night. They're saying, listen, we've just launched a recruitment company and I need to get employed. Or maybe they're saying, you know, I've got an awesome lady for you to meet in Tulsa Hill. She was on this morning TV. Is it which one were you on? This morning. She was on this morning. And she's in the hair industry. I really need I'm desperate for you to meet her. When can I meet her? She's free on a Tuesday night. Come for a meeting. There's a mindset that man has to have until he can enter the upper room. And if man hasn't really grasped that he's building something. I'm speaking to leaders because I'm saying if we haven't understood that we're trying to build something. So let me speak about what happened today. Now, a while back I told evangelists I started to set up the Paul's legals, right? Pulse Legals is a department of Pulse that deals with all of the legal stuff. And you know we do a lot of knife crime work and all this kind of thing. So you set up a side that the boys who need help, they can meet us in another dimension that's not prayer. What's the, what's the point? You, Yeah, th- thank you for clapping. I don't understand why... That would not even get more claps than that. It's, it's, just, it's just very silly. And why I'm saying this is because sometimes people come to church for help, and what you do, you go and you pray for them. Yeah. Why? It's true. The person, someone who asks you to pray for them, that they're facing a murder charge, and all you can do is pray. And I'm not saying that prayer is useless. But I'm just saying he or she is a man. Show them something now. Huh? You know they even told Jesus, okay, it's fine, we know you're a son of God, but show us something now. Show us something. Small, small, something, show us something. So we set up this post legals, and I told her, go within the four units, find everybody that's interested in law, add them into this group. And let 's start doing cases ourselves on a small on a small level on a small level. let's do cases ourselves and document it and do whatever we need to do. and so she went out there and she did just that. Of course, you know how things are. There will always be people who will be stubborn and say, "Oh, they don't want to be part,' too long Da-da-da, this and that." But when the building gets going, people want to join. that's how things work, okay And it was through that that we met. We met a guy, we met a lawyer, he's in the Legals, what is it, Legals, Legals 500, so he's the t- one of the top 500 lawyers within the United Kingdom, and the guy was so impressed with the work that we're doing that he said, listen, let me help you start a shadow law firm. You know, again, you wouldn't, maybe you may not get these things, it's fine, it's fine, but I'm just saying... Out there, if I was to build like the Tower of Babel with bricks, how long will it take me to set up a law firm? How long? I didn't study law. And he says, no, no, don't worry, Pastor, I'll put everything together. Now, all I want you to do is I want you to give me one excellent person that can represent you in my law firm. And I'm listening to this guy like, is this really happening? I said, when, when, when do you want? He said, as soon as possible. Just give me one excellent person to put in my law sum to represent you. And we'll do cases together. And the cases I'll do, I will share my, my split with you. I said to him, does the person have to have graduated from law? He said, no, they just have to have an interest in law. That's all. That's fine. I don't mind. Now, I don't know how long it's taken him to set up what he has, 10 years, but I do know that I'm not going to build like Babel, I'm going to use stone, and I'm going to put my own thing together, I start to come, you come, you come, you come, let's build. I'm going to get stone together and lay stone upon stone, not brick upon brick. And if I lay stone upon stone long enough to have an upper room, the world will say, can I come in? Because I've been anticipating what goes on in that room. So today he called me and he said, okay, I just interviewed the person. It's Evangelist Isata, by the way, that we put forward. Yeah. He said, this person is excellent. He said, I haven't even gotten into the office, and my whole team that interviewed her have just been speaking about her. So he said to me, when, when can we sit down so we can start? I said, no, first of all, let's talk money now, because this, this that's, that's the side I want to know. So how how does this work Um, (laughs) money-wise? He said, no, 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 you don't understand, sir. So go tell all your friends that shoot and kill people, yeah? This guy, yeah? This guy, the government pays him per case. Imagine. Imagine a lawyer that's out there defending you, but at the same time, because of how he gets paid, he needs you to go out there and kill again. So when he was talking to me, he was like, no, pastor, oh, trust me, I'm for the community. I, I want this whole thing to stop. i support you. You're lying. Why are you lying? Me as a pastor, I'm taking your business by, because by, when I told him, don't worry, oh, the boys have joined me, they're good now, they're rehabilitated, he looked at me like, oh. <laughs> like, that's not what I want. Government pays him 150K per person that ends up in a shooting case or uh stabbing government pays him all as in once he comes with his client to the courtroom the government says is this your client he says yes he was just involved in a stabbing yeah here's 150 grand the guy came to the meeting in ferrari where's pastor kevin is it not true he came to the meeting in ferrari ferrari that is bought from the shooting and blood of all of our brothers on the road. So I'm like, you're defending them, but you want them to go out again? Of course. So one of his most, let me not say the person's name, (laughs) but one of his most notorious clients has just ended up in my hand. So when I told him, hey, I've got this guy now. Ah, the look he gave me like, so you want to stop my bread? Yeah. How many, how many cases do those guys get into in a year? <laughs> Imagine. You got someone that can offend 10 times in a year and you know you're getting 100K per time. Then you now hear a pastor has that guy. So today we officially had our partnership drawn up with SVS um, yeah. soliciting firm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So this is what we want to do. We're saying that after we finish praying for them, at least we can give legal support. At least. No, seriously. Because, ah, I've told Pastor me, knife crime era has ended for me. Me, I'm moving into prosperity era now. If you people want to move, if you want to remain in knife crime, I'll be praying for them. That's your own problem. Yeah, it's not been pain. Can't you see, Pastor? See, I'm wearing the jumper. She doesn't like this jumper. I told her it's my knife crime. She likes it. I'm just saying, leaders, that if we're gonna build something, let's build properly. If we're gonna build, let's understand what it really means to soul win. You don't know whose soul's coming in, but you don't know that that soul is another stone that adds to the height of the tower. Are you understanding? Your prosperity is directly linked. When I say your prosperity, I'm saying the things you want to do as a person in life is directly linked to those people who you engage for your cause. Are you hearing me? I'm just saying that if we're really going to build something that's notable, if Christ himself will know that I need to put this thing together, a brick and brick of stone, a tower of stone built from people and layers of people. How much more we? Let's go to 1 Peter. I know I've gone over my time. Let's lastly read from 1 Peter chapter 2. From verse 1 to 5.
1: Therefore, rid yourself of all malice and all deceit hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation Mm. now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house oh, wow. to be a holy priesthood, wow. priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable. You to also God. like
0: living stones are being built into a house. Hmm. Are you hearing me? Yes, yeah, sir. Into a house. So then you got to ask yourself when the Lord told them, tear down this temple. And I'll rebuild it in three days. What was he speaking about? I'm not going to tell you. I guess that's homework for you then. If we now understand that what the Lord is building is a house of stone. And he desires layer and layer of stone, people. Because when man first did it, he expected them to use stone, but they came using brick. And so he came down and scattered their work. So what he's saying now is, if Toss is going to do it again, he's praying that they're going to use stone. If you're going to do it again, and I don't know whatever it is you feel that the Lord is leading you to build, he's just praying you're going to use stone also you're not going to begin to think in the manner of brick because brick is costly. And when they begin to think about brick, they begin to say things like, but it will cost me to add this person. Let's just rise on our feet.